Hello Buglers, welcome to Top Stories, the show in which we at the Bugle raid our own archives to tell you what was going on when it was going on at some point since 2007. Today we're going back to issue 4031 in May 2017. Sometimes we exclusively report the news, sometimes we live it. Sometimes we book a live show when we know news will happen but aren't sure what it is yet. Such as this bugle. I was joined by Nish Kumar and producer Chris on election night here in the UK, where two heavyweights of politics, Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn, entered the ring. Let's give him a proper introduction. It is the prince of podcast producers, the emperor of editing, the king of cutting out the shit bits. It's <laughs> producer Chris! Good evening, Bugles. Uh, are, you, are you enjoying your election, Chris? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I mean, like, every day we get to tune in and see how strong and stable our country is. <laughs> no way has that started to great. <laughs> yes. And joining me once again, to fearlessly hold up the Medusa of satire to the already concrete face of politics, <laughs> that is what we do, it is the wonderful Nish Kumar! <laughs> Welcome. Hello, Buglers! Here we are! Happy election, Nish. Happy election to one and all! (laughs) I love the fact that we've all set up. Chris observed when we were just uh, looking at the tech dude that this looks like a sort of shit Kraftwerk tribute band. (laughs) (laughs) Cycling. Top story, Electageddon comes again. Nish, it is now, as we record, nine days until we write our glorious, freedom-loving X. It's the business end, Andy. Right. It's the business end. Did you, uh, did you all watch the debates? No. So who... So who... It's audible, Jesus. <laughs> that was audible disgust in the room. Oh, I'm beginning to reconsider a substantial chunk of my material. <laughs> Who, uh, so give me a cheer if you, uh, if you did watch the so-called leaders... Debate. And we should explain for... Well, exactly. Oh, well, it wasn't a debate, as someone in the audience just said. Let me explain for our, our listeners at home, uh, or watching in, watching in black and white. I forget. Is this, is this 1980s snooker coverage? Um, the so-called leaders' debate was held... Well, we had one a couple of weeks ago that was held without the leaders of the two main parties. Yeah. And then we had one with the leaders of the two main parties in which they did not debate each other. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, because, A, they cannot bear to be in the same room. Yeah. And, B, they are both extremely awkward in social situations. <laughs> which is maybe not ideal if one of them is definitely going to be Prime Minister. And by one of them, I mean one of them. So, who, who did... Uh, give me a cheer if you did watch the leaders' debate. Give me a cheer if you watch it on the big screen in Hyde Park with all the other democracy fans. <laughs> give me a... <laughs> well, that give is me a one, of, one of the most unnecessary big screens of all time. <laughs> it was just me on my own eating hummus out of a tub. Well, give me a cheer if you took the other option of watching it in a gingerly lit cellar wondering what the f*** happened to the democracy we fought all those f***ing world wars for. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because it, it wasn't it was a quite a hollow experience I couldn't watch it yesterday because I was gigging so I sort of had the weird experience of watching it a 
this morning. Like, it's really weird to have taken some time out of your day to watch something that you really regret immediately. <laughs> like, as soon as you start watching it. Because they set it up so that, for those of you who didn't watch it, they set it up so that uh, Jeremy Corbyn came out first. He had to answer questions from the British public. And then Jeremy Paxman uh, interviewed him. And by interviewed, I just mean shouted the same question over and over again. Like your uncle, who might be the victim of some dubious social care policies in the new government. <laughs> Then Theresa May came out and the exact same thing happened. And it was sort of an oddly unsatisfying experience. As debates go, it was the equivalent of a porn movie where instead of two people having sex, they just stand in separate rooms and masturbate consecutively. <laughs> how, how, much, uh, how much research did you do for that joke? Enough. <laughs> Enough. My commitment to the bugle is absolute. <laughs> I did think of watching it, but then yeah, I yeah. thought I would rather just gaze into a, a chasm of meaningless fury, by which I mean read the below the line comments on the Daily Mail website. It's <laughs> basically like watching everything Charles Darwin thought being ripped up, burnt, and the whole of life evoluting backwards into some kind of turd in a volcano. <laughs> that was a review for one of your Edinburgh shows, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased you gave up reviewing and actually started. <laughs> so, uh, Corbyn, um, uh, I've got, uh, who's a Corbyn fan here? <laughs> if, uh, a few of you. Uh, let's have. Uh, have we got? Oh, oh, there you go. There's Corbyn. <laughs> oh, that is uh, for our listeners at home. That is not. That is a picture of what the uh, what the British media would view as Jeremy Corbyn and what historians would view as Lenin. <laughs> It's very hard to tell the difference if you work for certain newspapers. And um, what today he got in trouble? I don't know if you saw this, Nish. Uh, he was uh, he was interviewed by Emma Barnett on BBC Radio, and uh, he had to check his he tried to check his iPad for answers to questions. I, I don't I didn't mind that too much. You got no, a lot of, that's what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean exactly. It would be it would be hypocritical as we stand on stage with laptops, <laughs> reading stuff that we were still writing five minutes ago. <laughs> Um, we've committed. We've committed so hard, we are satirising the process of the election in the way that we're executing this bugle. But how many times, if, if Corbyn does become Prime Minister, and clearly... clearly that is a big old if. That is, that, is the biggest, that is the biggest if since Rudyard Kipling started... Started... Start, started projecting the titles of his poems onto the night skies above Gotham City. <laughs> you doing that joke, I feel like I'm standing next to Creedence Clearwater Revival as they do Bad Moon Rising. Oh, yeah. if, uh, one from the archives. <laughs> How many situations will a Prime Minister ever be in where he has to know all the facts yeah. instantly <laughs> without consulting either an iPad or a human being. I mean, are there going to be times when Corbyn is sitting in number 10? No, obviously not. But were Corbyn <laughs> to be, or anyone else, be sitting in number 10 and asked, right, Prime Minister, can you tell us, should we invade Islamitania? <laughs> and the Prime Minister saying, could I just check this with my advi advisors and look up Islamitania on Wikipedia to see <laughs> if it's economically worth it? No, I'm afraid you're on your own. No conferring. You have three seconds starting now. <laughs> I feel, I, I mean, he did quite well to restrain himself from uh, not saying, I 
Fuck, I can't remember everything. I'm 82. <laughs> <laughs> roughly, roughly, give or take, who needs accurate figures? It's an election campaign. It feels like the Conservatives are really leaning hard on Brexit now. It feels like strong and stable is out of the window and it's all going to be about Brexit. And uh, Theresa May today invited everyone to imagine Jeremy Corbyn uh, going into the negotiations. But she invited them to imagine him in a really weird way. She said, imagine him going in alone and naked in the negotiating chamber. Yeah, wolf whistle and deets. I mean, I don't know why he's done this, but maybe it's some sort of power move from Jeremy Corbyn and he's planning to go in completely naked and just walk right up to John claude Juncker and go, here's Jeremy and the Corbynistas, what have we got? I'm right with you on this. This is a power move! I'm absolutely... In, in any negotiations, you should always do what your enemies least expect. <laughs> and these, these hardened European deal-makers, they're going to be used to dealing with people in business suits, power dresses, a bearded man on his own, with his junk out. That is going to sow the seeds of doubt. You will have their full, undivided attention when Jerry Corbyn sits back in his chair, starts slowly uncrossing his legs, and prepares to give it the full basic instinct. I think you'll find that the European Union says, have whatever the f*** you want. Just put some f***. And that's, Jeremy, that is a weird place to have a tattoo of Lady Gaga. <laughs> Sorry, I should call her by her real name, Margaret Thatcher. Oh! Boom! Up top, Salzman! Yes! Well, congratulations on surviving all that Bugler's Britain has indeed been saved. If all this politics is too much, try the Gargle, the Bugle's sister podcast with Alice Fraser. It's like the Bugle. But with no politics, go to thebuglepodcast.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.